When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Euphorians. We are back with yet another special guest. This week, we are pleased to welcome a fellow New Yorker. She rose to fame for portraying Bobby, the stage manager on Euphoria season two. Please welcome the multi-talented Veronica Taylor. Hi, Veronica. We're so stoked to have you and congrats on such an amazing season of Euphoria. What a great accomplishment (laughs) to have on your resume. (laughs) But I just want to get started with just asking simply for you to just kind of tell us your story of how you went from being a student at NYU to landing a reoccurring role on Euphoria. Like, what did that look like for you? Just kind of give us some background. So when I started NYU, at first when I was applying to schools, I didn't, I wanted to go to Los Angeles so bad. And I wanted to go to UCLA. I deleted the application while I was feeling filling it out for some reason my brain was just like "Hmm, I don't even want to go here anymore (laughs) and it happened and I feel like if I didn't end up going to New York I wouldn't have been able to find the casting call for Euphoria and I wouldn't have been (laughs) at JBA and I wouldn't have been casted that's awesome. Did you just find out about it like at school? Like, was it like word of mouth or? I think someone from school dropped it in a group chat. And I was so excited because I love the first season of the show. So when I saw that, my brain just said, I have to do this. I love that. <laughs> That's so much fun. Did they, uh, after you like sent in your self tape, did they fly you out for any kind of like in person, like? casting situation it was casted by jva in new york so i went to the casting agency at jva and then covid happened Mm -hmm. we weren't seeing people anymore we couldn't go in person then i got contacted back april 2021 and i flew out amazing (laughs) That's so awesome. That's awesome. So before you arrived on set, um, how did you prepare for the role? Were you sent like any material or background on your character to work off of? So Sam just, he talked to the casting agent and uh, he told me basically there's this character named Bobby and there's this play that's going to happen. <laughs> I was very confused because I thought I was going to be a teacher or something. (laughs) And Sam said, okay, so basically you and Lexi are making this play and you hate Oklahoma so much. This is literally what he said to me. You hate Oklahoma. I'm going to have you have a scene where you smash an Oklahoma sign because you hate it so much. And where was that scene? <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> but we got fucked Oklahoma, which is cool enough. 
That's pretty good. That's a great line. <laughs> That's like iconic. <laughs> so uh, from talking with other members of the cast and crew, it seems like things are very collaborative on set. Um, did you have any input in Bobby's look or personality once you arrived there? I only had a small bit for her look. I have a scar on my eyebrow, so I asked the makeup artist not to fill in my my eyebrow scar. Cool. Oh, oh that's like badass. That. I really like that. Because there's so much detail put into Euphoria, so we were definitely curious about that because your makeup, the green, like I literally replicated that, I think, another night out in New York mm-hmm. <laughs> recently. I was like, I need yeah. Bobby's makeup. Sometimes <laughs> when I... When I was on set, sometimes I would take off my makeup and I would feel so strange without green eyeliner. I didn't even feel like myself. Is that like your color now? (laughs) Bobby's green. I love green now. Do you have anything in common with Bobby as as a character, more on like the personality side? I feel like the quietness definitely resonated with me but also a bit of the bossiness (laughs) as this sort of calm calm sort of dictatorship attitude (laughs) (laughs) we feel you yeah Yeah, like very like deadpan humor very much our sense of humor for sure Well, that's super cool. Um, Do you feel like, I mean, I know you kind of touched on this, but do you feel like you went into your scenes kind of creating your own internal Bobby backstory so that you could like feel a little more embodied like in her character? Or like not backstory, but like her attitude, you know, like. Definitely an attitude. Definitely. How would Bobby say this? Would she be nice to the people auditioning or would she just be like, okay, align yourselves, put yourselves into a line. Let's just get this over with. (laughs) I love that. Because I feel like Bobby definitely like is inspiration to Lexi in those scenes too. Like you said, like kind of pushing her to be more like badass. So I like that. (laughs) That's super fun. Well, okay day one on set like vibes are high you're excited to be there was there any moment where you felt yourself fangirling over anyone from season one or just like being excited to watch them act in front of you yeah um we were there was a moment we were at our cast chairs my cast chair was near some of the other actors and they said hi I didn't expect them to actually acknowledge me at all. (laughs) And um, there was, I talked about this in another interview. Zendaya came backstage and talked to everyone backstage. And she said, hi, you're doing, you're doing good. And I, my brain just left me. (laughs) Amazing. I think on the last day of shooting as well, I was very excited and I was stumbling on words and she was like, it's cool. It's cool. I love hearing that. Yeah, that would be, I'd be terrified because everyone on that set is just so talented. So (laughs) I can't imagine what your brain was doing that day. (laughs) 
Um, so you and Maude have like such an endearing uh, on-screen chemistry. Did you have much time with her off-screen to kind of build up a camaraderie or was that all just like great acting? I don't think we had a lot of time off-screen, but okay, it was great acting, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, it. Yeah. it was. There was a lot of that between you and Maude, was a lot of that written like script or did you all ever get the chance to improv your conversations in some of those scenes there was a scene episode four where we're auditioning the actresses there was improv it didn't make it but most of it was scripted I feel like that'd be really scary were you like nervous to improv or is that more your your jam when like acting so much because I study at I studied at Lee Strasberg and we do a lot of paraphrasing and improving. So when he said to improv, I thought that was the best thing in the world. <laughs> That's so cool. Nice. Now, obviously, this was like your big first studio production. Do you feel like you gained anything from that experience that maybe you wouldn't gain from like, let's say, a school production? Or like, what was just like the big difference between the two? Definitely. I felt like I gained a lot of experience. At the time, I was supposed to be in a play at school. Was <laughs> it Oklahoma? <laughs> not Oklahoma. It was actually something way cooler. It was To Pimp a Butterfly, the musical. Someone wrote nice. this, these two talented people at my school wrote a musical based around the Kendrick Lamar album. Oh, hell yeah. So excited. I was so excited. Then I went to go film this. I'm glad I got to gain the experience, though. I wish I was into Pimp Butterfly. Hopefully, <laughs> it's still something that will happen one day. <laughs> Off-Broadway, we will see. But I hope so. <laughs> We'll definitely come watch if it's us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I hope all your like fellow castmates from that play though were stoked for you. Were they like so amped to hear that you landed the role on Euphoria? Like your friends and colleagues at school, were they so excited for you? Definitely, because when I told when I told my friends who were directing the play who had wrote the play for school, they were like, "Girl, people!" I was still trying to do rehearsals over Zoom. I still mm. be a part of it but they were like girl most people would have left by now <laughs> <laughs> they'd be gone in LA <laughs> um so on the same note as like your school experience was it difficult not only during COVID but also like when you went I'm assuming you they like you said they flew you to LA what was it like juggling being a full-time student and doing euphoria because like Alex and I, we both went to college, like we would have failed. <laughs> Especially during COVID, I was on edge a lot, even during filming. And we get tested every day. We, it was a lot of testing, rapid, P, P, PCR. So I wasn't really worried about that. But I was worried about not doing well in school because Zoom University was not the thing. <laughs> it was hard to survive. I had family members who passed away from COVID. 
So sorry. It was a bad mental health sort of situation. And I was scared it was going to leak into my academic success. But it's fine. I'm graduating on time. Oh, good. Wow, that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. That's Props to you for getting through that. That's a lot. And yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. I've also lost family members, so I totally know how that feels. And I just I'm hope that you're doing better now and taking care of yourself. But wow, yeah, like because juggling school and acting would be so difficult. So I had to ask. But also just from like start to finish of being on Euphoria, what would you say was like your most cherished memory or just overall experience you have? Like, is there one that really stands out that you feel like you'll remember? I keep seeing the hero dancers. I have a scrapbook. Do you want to see it? Oh yeah. my gosh, absolutely. Get that scrapbook, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. This is like Maddie's birthday scrapbook, the remix. Okay. <laughs> Euphoria scrapbook. Oh, I love this. The, one of the makeup artists, Alexandra, she gave me a few pictures from when we were filming. It says, oh, cool. Best fucking stage manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow her on Instagram. She's so cool and so talented. The hero dancers here. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's so cool that you did that. Thanks for sharing that with us. That's so cute. Very, uh, very euphoria. Yeah. Scrapbook. <laughs> Love it. Um, so in almost, in like reading interviews with you prior to this, in almost every interview, um, someone asks you about your experience in kind of this representational role as the first dark-skinned young woman on Euphoria. Um, and first of all, like props, every time you've been asked that question, I think you've answered just like absolutely beautifully. Um but is there a question you wish people were asking you that in these interviews that uh, you were being asked and said, or is there an aspect of your experience that you'd like to share that you haven't gotten the chance to talk about yet? I feel like I haven't been asked a lot about projects that I'm interested in or just things that I enjoy to watch myself. Well, uh, well uh, here we are asking you <laughs> let me ask you what projects are you interested in yeah I love I love the whole new sort of niche genre of sci-fi and horror with people of color so monkey paw productions or random acts of flyness those sort of different shows that take take racial discussions in a whole other level but then also finding a balance of entertainment without it being horrific or traumatic it's it's just totally black and beautiful I love that amazing we have those type of conversations all the time with our friends so I love that you brought that up and also I have to ask were you into Lovecraft because I was so mad when that was canceled that was really good we were during quarantine we were like so into it and then it was and we were like come on for real episode when Jackie Robinson hit that alien with the bat I was Mm -hmm. so <laughs> same. same we're big uh sci-fi and horror people as well huge 
Yeah. And we won't bore our audience with that, but maybe another time we can all <laughs> chat about it. Cause that's like a huge area of interest more specifically with Alex. He's just like the biggest nerd of anything sci-fi. So that's so cool that you're into that. I wouldn't have like guessed that, but that's super cool. Is that something that you would like to like Be a headline a project in, or like, do you have any like plans to make a project like that of your own? both I want to do projects be in projects like that but also I write short films and I'm writing a web series right now that's sort of sci-fi inspired cool do you want to do you want to tell us more about it or is it like under wraps for now Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm still writing other episodes called the talented tent that's all I'm going to say cool i love that well thanks for even giving us we'll that. keep an eye out for that absolutely well with the show just having such a huge success this season i mean it was already successful but this season it's become like nationwide like huge i've noticed your instagram's grown quite a bit um being you know kind of on the same side of things of having to like navigate both of us social media not being used to it i mean we're nowhere near your following <laughs> but i was just gonna ask like generally how are you doing how are you dealing with all that like how are you navigating the world of like having 19,000 followers do you feel pressure are you like overwhelmed by it I stopped looking at the number because at the end of the day it's just a number and and sometimes I get funny messages sometimes they creep me out sometimes (laughs) very sweet sometimes they're very scary. <laughs> Especially I can imagine. Your voice messages. Um, don't do that. <laughs> you heard it here first. No audio messages. Yeah, weird. I don't think we've gotten any of those yet. We did. Oh, we did. Remember, we got that really we got a really long audio message as well. And but to be fair, it wasn't scary. It was like a really cute girl like giving us a fan theory. Oh yeah. So it was like nice, but we got a lot of weirdly like I, as a woman, get a lot of hate, but Alex doesn't. So I was like bringing that up to talk with you about it because we just like, it's like sad that that's obvious, but it really is a bummer because all of our reviews are like, Paige's voice is annoying. Like her laugh is obnoxious. So I was like, just wondering like how, if you had any advice on how to like navigate and like ignore the hate and just do you, because <laughs> sometimes that really can weigh on me. I got bullied when I was in school because of my voice. And it's still something people acknowledge every day. So I see some hate on Twitter or on TikTok of people saying my voice is annoying or this makes people want to rip their ears out. At the end of the day, I don't know you, so I'm not going to see you again. So I don't really... (laughs) Also, I got bullied in school, so my... My skin is kind of thick. I haven't heard, I've heard everything about my voice. So. Well, when, I'm glad to hear your talk. Have to, uh, I'll just have yeah. to bully you so that you get, <laughs> no. you develop that thick skin. <laughs> no, but yeah, like I thank you for even like sharing that. Cause like I said, like sometimes I'm like embarrassed on how it can affect me just cause like I said, they never call Alex. It's like always me. And so even like in interviews, I get nervous. So I'm glad I'm not alone in that, but I'll take your advice on that. Like, you're right. I'll never see them. I don't know what they look like. So whatever. <laughs> oh, your voice doesn't sound annoying to me. So oh, well, thank you. And yours absolutely is not. And you're a star. So 
they can kindly fuck off. <laughs> but um, let's see, where was I going to go next? Oh, on-screen inspo. You were going to ask. Yeah, I would love to uh, to hear about like what or who you were watching growing up that inspired you to pursue acting. Mm, I was watching a lot of Disney, even though I wasn't supposed to. So... Um... <laughs> another story um raven simone kiki palmer old reruns of moesha i felt there wasn't a lot of girls my skin tone on television but the ones that i did find like coco jones awesome yeah Nice. I love that. Um, from looking at your Instagram, you're obviously like very multi-talented, writing, acting, uh, singing, modeling. Poetry, um, like you've got it all. <laughs> um, you're like, Instagram still lists like model front and center. Um, is that like, is that where you want to go with your career? Or what is the uh, significance of modeling to you right now? Well, I technically started acting first because I went to performing arts schools as a kid. But everything that I do, I try to put work in for every equal amount of work into. Modeling is listed more so because that's the only agent I'm signed to right now. I'm sure that'll change. That's awesome. Well, as fellow New Yorkers, we have to ask, first of all, also, it's like it was snowing out and now it's not. I feel like the weather's changing every day. (laughs) But uh, what's like a favorite? We're huge foodies. Do you have like a favorite restaurant or hangout in New York that you just have to shout out? Boca NYC on St. Mark's. Best Korean fried chicken. Okay. Have you heard of that? No. All right. We're down there all the time. Write it down, Alex. I will. (laughs) Boca, okay so we do this thing where it's called so you fork socials we pick three of your posts that alex and i thought were cool or we just need to know a backstory on so i'm gonna pull those up and we just want to hear your thoughts the first photo that i personally picked and loved was this like moody shot of you with these cool candles i feel like this is also kind of like a a euphoria vibe so i'm like maybe this was manifestation yeah (laughs) but what's the story behind it what was this for that was one of my first photo shoots oh with my agent i had it at pure 59 and that was actually my coat the black furry coat with the makeup artist and the photographer is very creative. We did so many, so many different stages for that shoot. And the makeup artist was like, this could totally be something Fenty Beauty. It was a, it was the best shot. I love that shot. It's one of my favorite in my portfolio. Well, it's mine too. And also, yeah, like I should have asked this earlier, but um, as a model, like if you could walk for any designer, who would you want to walk for? There's two, Pierre Moss and Juan Smith. Ooh, excellent choices. (laughs) We're huge into fashion too. We're like you, we're into like all the arts, so we could just go on and on. (laughs) 
Um, so the next one I would love to ask you about uh, this guy Carpenter. Uh, <laughs> I really like, she leaves. <laughs> we had to. We were like, just me and Carpenter is the captain. <laughs> oh, she's gonna go. She's grab getting Carpenter. Yes, 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 yes. Pencil sharpener that I got from the MoMA. This is. But basically, when you sharpen a pencil, he throws up the pencil shavings, and I love him. I love it. I also love him. (laughs) Yeah, and also the MoMA is such a spot. Talk about a great New York hangout. I got him right before um, Omicron hit, so I was painting a picture of him, and I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm very scared right now." The last one I have is one of you on Euphoria. Um, it's just like a slide of different things from on set. But the, the one thing I want to focus on is the caption, which is giddy up. And that's obviously another iconic line of yours. Be honest. Was it so hard not to laugh delivering that line? Or are you just so professional that it didn't even like? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I had a couple of shots of me singing like giddy up. And then <laughs> do it deadpan deadpan. yeah yeah (laughs) but that post was so funny because I just like loved I just love all your posts they're so cute and fun but that one stood out for sure and I was like I would have just like lost my shit having to deliver that line in like a deadpan voice like giddy up (laughs) awesome well I feel honored you even got to introduce us to Carpenter I feel like that was a huge uh (laughs) I know so glad we got to uh, meet face to face well thank you so much right now if you'd like at the camera just go ahead and shout out your social handles so that people can follow any of your up and coming projects and just keep track of your obvious blooming career so if you want to shout that out so follow me on instagram at i.veronica.taylor and look out for a trailer for unfuck the world one of my short films love that for you so stoked okay i'm excited well once again we just thank you so much we obviously adore bobby as a character you delivered so well you brought such a light and energy to the show which was much needed this season (laughs) so we are team bobby we hope to see more of that and we can't wait to see what else you accomplish and yeah, it was else? great. Uh, it was great to speak with you, and just like thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much. It was nice meeting you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Victoria. Okay. <laughs> All right, Euphorians. That was such a good interview. That was. She great. was uh, beyond adorable. Her. She was fantastic. I feel like she I just liked hearing about all of her interests like I thought it was really cool that she was into like horror and sci-fi I really for some reason like wasn't expecting that I thought that was chill yeah yeah. we pour me some cokes god we uh really Alex (laughs) we figured like this we just got to interview Bobby the stage manager I know we have to pour one out celebrate Veronica Taylor it's exciting I also feel like really cool not only was she really cool but I feel like all actors on euphoria like this is how i felt when we interviewed clark 
uh, Clark Furlong. I feel like they're all so talented that you just know they're gonna boss it out. Like, I know they're all like powerhouses where they're like, oh yeah, I like acting, but I also am like just as good <laughs> at like singing and writing and like this thing and dancing and like you're like oh damn like and I'm like oh like quadruple threats. I'm like I drink cooks and <laughs> we have a podcast. That's it. <laughs> bullshit <laughs> bullshit well, into the microphone every week also talking to her I don't know about you but it made me miss like college days like I love I just miss like we didn't go to performing arts school but we always say we miss like obviously <laughs> but we miss like uh just like learning in general and getting to like even though we don't perform the arts we like are obsessed and I miss like going to classes about art and like music and film in particular for me I never got to do that I've learned like more about those things outside of school than I did in you did abroad didn't you take a lot of art classes I did take a lot of art history classes there traditional like classical art but you know what I mean I just like miss that like hearing her talk about it and be so passionate about it I was like I really like I weirdly miss school and I thought I would never fucking say that I always miss school I I like you were more into school than me. Because, like, learning shit is fucking cool. Like, if I could just learn stuff all day, that's awesome. Like, Alex, well, I'm just, like, a clueless bimbo. So. <laughs> yeah, you're an, an inebriated imbecile, and I'm a douchey bro. Yeah, according to our reviews. But, yeah, I she was amazing. And I do feel like she's just going to, like, fucking boss it out. Like, when she said she's into Fenty and, like, all this, all the other designers she listed, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, she, she'll she's gonna get somewhere oh yeah if she was walking for pyre moss i'd be like i know see it and it also is a bummer that we have like no clue at all about like what the future for her is if any on euphoria like that's a bummer but you know we only can hope for the best here's hoping we see her in season three oh yeah i'll drink to that i'll drink to anything but i'll drink to that are you gonna pour me one or am i you got some i want more there you go (laughs) it's also okay it's a bobby in season three well also we weren't drinking during well that doesn't matter but we just weren't drinking because the the podcast interview was early and we were like okay like we need to have some self-control like we don't need to be drinking at like noon <laughs> yeah but now it's over <laughs> and now we get to realize well and celebrate anyways i feel like we can wrap it up from here unless is there any euphoria news that we've like missed or that's funny or weird oh algae okay i did have to say this i just thought of something algae on twitter in something very important today and I have to talk about it I'm also like low-key joking but it is like so funny so his twitter today says I just made some fire ass chicken asparagus and rice that's his tweet and not only did he tweet it he posted it to his story oh you can't see it he's really stoked on that chicken <laughs> that's asparagus what you would rice. do though like tweeting about like chicken like what algae like one day algae's like put me on euphoria the next day he's like guess what i just made some fire ass chicken asparagus and rice i love that for him he's exploring his uh his culinary side yeah god i wish so bad we need to get algae next (laughs) i want to ask him about that tweet what was the inspo behind that tweet Mm -hmm. other than that a very important piece of euphoria news yeah thanks for the update there page <laughs> you're welcome keeping the fans in the know i have the to hot, the hot goss. i know that's my job i yeah. gotta keep the people informed um but on a more serious note we're not going away even if you hate us we're not going away we are still planning to keep our regular schedule of next tuesday having an episode we can't give you any like details on what that is yet but please pay attention to our socials and i'll be sure to announce what next week entails but until then you know what we say 
that's so euphoric that's so euphoric and cheers to veronica taylor amazing guest i was gonna try chugging like you did last time (laughs) i can't do it should i just chug this right now no no save some for me (laughs) peace out (laughs) like today's episode great we love that for you be sure to hit that subscribe button leave us a podcast review on apple spotify or wherever the fuck you listen to us weekly and be sure to follow us on instagram at so underscore euphoric for all the euphoria updates you could ever possibly want in your life Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, bitches.